Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. <laughs> Double Deuce. Right. It's Deuce, and we're back with special guests laughing quietly in the corner. <laughs> Amen. You know, I've noticed about these Zoom things is, is everybody has their first and last name, but I'm just Jeremy. I think I maybe just go that way. It's, it's, it should say Almond, I guess, if I'm going to go by one name. Uh, definitely, definitely. Um, we are recording this still on, on Zoom for those of you in our podcast listening audience, which is all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited to be here. Uh, I'd like to start with shout outs to our sponsors, Sunflower Publishing, uh, home of Lawrence.com. Um, magazine lawrence magazine not dot com lawrence.com was the lawrence journal world thing that went away a long time ago uh, mm-hmm. lawrence mm-hmm. magazine and business magazine and business kids magazine and kids doing business magazine and kids who are retiring magazine and retired retired business people magazine and business magazine magazine magazines they do, do, do the do the business kid magazines do they talk remember that movie from like what was that like the late 70s or something where the kids made the company yeah isn't it called kids incorporated i, I can't remember i think it is i think it might be i remember kids incorporated but i don't remember it had that one kid who was in a bunch of shit right around that time yeah he no, was like the ceo yeah yeah there was an ad campaign for something that there was a little girl that started a lemonade stand. And by the time her dad went to work, she had a whole like network. And I think it was for cell phones. There was a really trippy old uh, like black and white movie that's like Bugsy Malone with like kids playing gangsters. That is pretty awesome that I caught one night at like two in the morning. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, very yeah. trippy. Very trippy. Anyway, Sunflower Publishing produced that movie. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they mm-hmm. uh, they also produced uh, The Day After, which was uh, about Lawrence uh, blowing up in a nuclear war with Steve Gutenberg. Brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. Publish- and Jason Robards. The anniversary of that was just recently. Uh, the 30 years, I think. Publishing, too. It's, it's always, every day is the anniversary of Sunflower Publishing. Sunflower Publishing. That's great. You know, I have an idea for a, a TV series. Uh, it was Kidco, the movie where the kids Kidco. make a company. What do they make? What do they do? Fertilizer. They okay. live on a farm, apparently, and they create a fertilizer company. There you go. Uh, there you go. Corn is the. It was. It was, it was the. It was the trading places for kids of its time. I got you. I got you. All right. um, we should probably move on to our other sponsor, Applebee's. Nelson, do you have the Applebee's spot for this week? Yeah, Applebee's. What's one more regret in a constant parade of doubt and self-recrimination? Why not go to Applebee's? All right. That's our, that's our Applebee's. Just a reminder, Applebee's, you can actually write that copy if you do officially sponsor us. Until then, we are going to keep doing ads with mm-hmm. our own copy until you sponsor us. So really need to get on that, Applebee's, because we – we're we're not doing you any favors here. Our listening audience is hey hey uh, no public bad publicity no publicity you know yeah yeah exactly and uh, you got nice publicity I'd hate to see something happen to it. 
Yeah, I got a raw chicken wing at Applebee's one time. <laughs> you should make. You should sponsor just to make up for that, right? The, the raw chicken. <laughs> you know, I used. To, you should. You should have saved that for the for the Applebee's ad for next episode. <laughs> oh, I should have. Should have saved that. Yeah. Mm. Be the guy who made the the chicken wings at Applebee's. You you do that, right? I I worked at Applebee's for a little while as the fry cook. That was like my. Who you did? Yeah, yeah, like straight out of straight out of um, high school and into early college. Uh, before I didn't know that. How do I not know that? I was only there for about uh, a year, but yeah, my first year of school, I was working at Applebee's. I did the fry cook job. And oh my god, I bet that was brutal. Yeah, I worked with Brooks Hansen. He was the he was the guy who ran the uh, the front of the house at that time. Um, but yeah, it was pretty brutal. It was pretty brutal. It was it was when I was introduced to the the culture of cooks, and I absolutely loved it. The culture, all right, a bunch of, of drunken pirates. And- yeah, no, we were we were a miserable. Lot. I was like the the clean kid in mm. in, in the group. But I bet um, you were. I bet you were. I remember working at Country Kitchen. You were the Country Kitchen, and you were the pancake guy. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like an ascot. Didn't you have to wear an ascot? I had to wear a big puppy hat, and yeah. actually, I think I only wore the big puppy hat one day, and then I'm like, "Fuck you, Neil! I'm never wearing this." <laughs> 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 nice, nice. Uh, but yeah, I know had to make a like a huge, ugly ass, big tub of pancakes first thing in the morning in one of those big industrial buckets and then like pour it in a little carafe and take it out drag my hungover ass out in the middle of the store and uh pour pancakes for like snotty church kids while i was just wanting nothing to do nothing more than vomit it was great uh, yeah. yeah yeah it was great that was a miserable miserable place to work yeah yeah the whole thing. You were charming though. You were charming out there making pancakes. I remember you making like Mickey Mouse pancakes for kids. And- I did good pancakes for kids. You I- made good pancakes. You're a pancake guy. Flapjacker. You're a flapjacker. I'm not a line chef. I after a long soul search, I I, I appreciate the the work that line chefs do, and it is a talent. Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm not a great one. Uh, it's a it's a young man's game. I well, I was good at it when I was young, but man, that's a young man's game. I tried to do it a few years back. I just picked up a job, side job as a line cook. And I was like, oh, I'm so good at this. And then I was like, oh, I was really good at this, but not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, I can't imagine someplace like, like I look at like the line cooks at like Lady Bird uh, back in the back pre-pandemic. And I'm like, oh, man, our friend Jay tried to pick up a job doing that. But just like trying to learn that job. You know, yeah. 18 and don't know any better and think you can do everything nigh onto impossible. So, God, yeah. Oh, man. I worked at Red Lobster. We did a 10,000, not to go off on line cooking, but we did a $10,000 hour there one time. You know how much food, how much fried shrimp you have to make to turn $10,000 in an hour? Anyway. <laughs> but I was like 19, yeah. Right, that's our question for the audience today. Has <laughs> fried shrimp challenge. Uh, how many fried shrimp do you have to turn in order to have a, a $10,000 hour? Uh, if you get the answer correct, you win a date with Jeremy Amon. All expenses paid, virtual date, uh, where the two of you can watch uh, some stand-up comedy together and critique it. And eat shrimp, make a shrimp cocktail. Any shrimp. He'll, he'll mail you the shrimp that he makes, or he'll just put it through your mailbox if you're local. And uh, and you can you can eat it together and talk about comedy with Jeremy Allen. Oh, you're right. How many shrimp? Do you know? That, rem- that reminds me of of a book that I read a while back. It's it's a good book for the holidays. It's called Last Night at the Lobster, 
and it's like uh it's it's like the the last open business day at this red lobster like the the day before christmas or something and this guy the, the manager is sold through his point of view and there's like a big snowstorm so like nobody's in there eating and like the the affair he's having with one of the waitresses is coming to an end because the store is closing down and he's like trying to figure out who he's bringing with him to like the other location it's uh and and he and he's pretty sad he's pretty sad <laughs> <laughs> well, he works at Red Lobster, which is sad enough to begin exactly. with. Yeah. What was it called? I want to read it. It's oh, called uh, Last Night at the Lobster. It's by, I think the author's name is Stuart Onan, I want to say. Okay. You know, you should get that locally at the Raven Bookstore. Uh, bookstore. They'll deliver your books uh, if you're <clears> local and, and, you, and you pay for them online. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. New sponsor. We just got them today just now <laughs> just at this moment yep yep we are we are we are just picking up sponsors left and right left and right left and, well it's because i'm on it's because because i'm making an appearance it's been a lot of episodes since i've been here it has it really has when was the last time you were here oh like Year? before the 200th episode so it's like at least 50 episodes ago because it was right before the 200th episode i think okay okay well welcome welcome back we're hey, it's good to be back we decided on a a uh, 500 episode plan so we're we're more than halfway through our 500 episode plan so that's the that's the complete run it's 500 episodes. At the end of the cycle we figured we had to have an ending point so uh mm-hmm. going well, to something to work for you know yeah so and it's a sell for more advertisers because you know, they only have to buy 250 episodes. That's right. And then people can go back and they can listen to the complete set because, you know, what, what's yeah, more. You can see if we pay the narrative off. Yeah, exactly. How, how long is it to listen to 522-minute episodes? Well, can anybody do that math? Uh, no, but our, reader, our, our listeners can. Uh, hashtag 500 challenge. Just- <laughs> The trick, the, the trick is it's it's they're not i mean it's not we, we've we've got a, a bunch of double episodes out there we've got right we've, right that's true that's true it's uh it's not it's not that's the math's not that simple and I then think. you have like the director's oh, cut too like the, like the lord of the rings special features yeah that's true we do double have double do special features we're gonna do a, a a director's cut underneath our already talk podcast um we're gonna, like all our <laughs> All our mic check and double or, or, and decaduce episodes go along, so you know that's like, great. There's a bunch of Nelson at one point during the pandemic, but he wouldn't buy it that we should do an avant-garde episode where we just record one side of the conversation and play that, and so no one knows what the other person is saying. Um, so you're just hearing me, or you're just hearing Nelson, kind of the Garfield without Garfield sort of. You stole that idea from me. Did I? I said, yeah, I sent it to you in a message. Then I was, yeah, it's a great idea. It's a great idea, Will. Great idea. Well Thank done. Well done. Well, Nelson's well done. You should have did that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah, like you and I had this. Probably great- a genius thought of that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. definitely. Uh, speaking of, we're, we're trying to get uh, Amin a, a podcast because um, he was talking, we were talking before the recording about, because last time you were here, I think you were talking about uh, outside the box. Um, Circle box, yeah. You know, I did a lot on that, but, but, you know, there's some follow through issues there. There were some follow through issues. That happened. And then I was working on a blog called, called Bipolar Democracy, which I thought was good. But, uh, you know, 
the news cycle would change too fast to, for me to write and keep up. And, and, and the ideas would become ridiculously complex, but that was going to be a, not a podcast, but a blog. But yeah, I'm leaning towards zero production values is my new podcast idea. It's Which, handy to, to keep it going when you don't put a, a, like a whole lot of, uh, of time and effort in. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, gonna, well, and everybody these days, you know, every jackass in the world has a podcast. I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. No offense to you guys, but because you're no. not on the and you were there before. They aren't. They aren't all the what? What were we? The fifth most popular in town. The fourth most popular in town. Popular, yeah, and that's including Hawk Talk. Right. Yeah. Like behind everybody, the first four, but nice, nice. Quad. Catherine Ryan has a, po- a podcast. I mean, not to diss Catherine Ryan because I actually like Catherine Ryan, but. Actually, I would recommend it. I don't know what it's called. I would recommend it. But uh, yeah, but I'm just like, everybody has a podcast. You just had a special. Now you got a podcast. Bert, Bert the Machine. You know that guy, Bert, Bert, comedian, Bert the Machine. He always takes his shirt off, tells a story about Russia. No, nothing. Stand up comic, Bert, nope. Bert Worcestershire or something. Like you that. say it, the, 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 I still don't know it. Really? Yeah. I think I might. I think I know Google what you're that. talking about, but I'm like, uh, Google the machine, comedian the machine, and uh, listen to him tell the story about when he went to Russia. And he didn't know how to speak Russian, and he—he he, should mean Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> Same guy? No, no. This guy's like yeah, a, he's got like a Shushevsky kind of last name, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Isn't there like a? He has a game show coming out with Snoop Dogg, but. He tells his story. He goes to Russia. He took this Russian class. He was like a football player at Florida State or something. He took this Russian. This is very brief, and I want to run his setup. He took this. Uh, I wish I had a game show coming out with Snoop Dogg. Wouldn't that be awesome? What would you call it? Hmm. I mean, I guess what kind of game show would it be? Um, the fabulous prizes. You have to guess amounts of retail products, but you're really high. I was thinking, you know what, here's what I was just, what I, I asked the question. I like that. I like doing a, um, a, uh, I can't think of the name of the actual game show that's that, except people aren't. Price is right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that. But here's what I was thinking. Uh, adult double dare and they're high. Oh, nice. They're high answering trivia and doing physical challenges. <laughs> doing a bunch of it, you're like in weird like ice cream and pudding and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, see just to see like who just starts eating stuff off themselves. <laughs> like and and if you if you get like if you get a penalty instead of the sin bin, you go in like the secondhand smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just gotta sit in a room like in a little mm-hmm. box that's full of weed smoke for two minutes and then you come mm-hmm. out. <laughs> Just changes the whole scope of the game. That's the yeah. That's yeah. the box. Snoop Dogg's in that box, and that's he's just that box is just smoking up. And you the- just gotta go in there. Yeah, that's good. I like it. Yeah, I think we got it with the winner. And sorry, what was what did you decide to call it? Did, oh man, I, uh, what, what would you think about? I don't want to put you on the spot. This is not a a shame thing. Yeah, it's not a shame thing. Is that the name of the show? It's not. A- it's not a shame. Thing. It's not a shame game. It's not a shame thing. Um, bang! It had to be bang. It's not a game. Shame bang. I did want to have sad Thanksgiving corner because um, this week is Thanksgiving and and it's uh, 2020, so everything sucks and there's a pandemic and um, just wanted to kind of check, touch base, make sure first of all that you were all okay. 
And second of all, what do you what do you do in this Thanksgiving? Um, I mean, you were saying you hate Thanksgiving. It's not that I hate Thanksgiving. It's just like it's I've never. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of dubious in its nature with the you know sort of genocide of indigenous people, <laughs> and uh, you know that's kind of an issue. But you know, it it's uh, I've never had a specific family type Thanksgiving thing since I was a kid. I mean, when we were kids, we did, but we got older and relationships and married and you know, all that. We've never had a specific thing that we did. Uh, always, you know, I was in restaurants or retail and it was always like the day after I always had to work. So it made no sense to go. And for a few years, I would cook Thanksgiving and then we did some stray Thanksgiving things where we would have people that didn't have family to go to. I don't know. It just seems like you always end up with your, your uncle Dick thread saying something offensive and, and then it's just like everybody's irritated at each other and then you're stressing and then you got Christmas right around the corner. Uh, there are a lot of people have Christmas right around the corner and it's even worse. So, so yeah, I'm not into the Thanksgiving thing. I don't really like Turkey. So there's that. And, um, you know, <laughs> it's pretty you sad. So, so I'm not hurting over it. I mean, I would like to see my family, my distant family, but, uh, you know, I was thinking maybe, see, I've had this plan for a long time that the holidays, I mean, more towards, towards Christmas than Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, all that should be divided. Uh, so that in December, like a through M celebrate the holiday season. And then in like July, like N through Z celebrate. So then not everybody has to be off. It's same with Thanksgiving. Everybody has to be off at work at the same time. That's the big travel thing. So if you split it up, Right. And then you can rotate it every couple of years. So only half of the alphabet. And I don't know where the break is in so many last names that start with A through M. It just seemed like that was a good breaking point. But what about families with double barreled names? You could be tearing entire families apart. Or or they have Oh yeah, I hadn't names. considered that. Like me and my wife. I mean great right. A through M category, but you know, it could have it could have been Rue now. Or, or two. Right. I, I think you would just choose then. I think it would just be, you know, uh, it's a free country. I think you would. But what if too many people choose like the the one one versus the other? Guys, come, where we I mean, only this time, only now. Christmas is in July. What have you done, Amon? You've ruined um, Christmas. I mean, yeah, I did, I did, yeah. Uh, they ruined Happy Holidays for me, so I get to ruin Christmas. Yeah. It, it's the war on uh, almonds war on holidays. <laughs> you know, I'm not sure there's a holiday I like. Is Halloween a holiday? Halloween is a holiday. Yes. Labor Day and Memorial Day are okay. Yeah. yeah. Halloween's probably the most like reasonable because it comes from like a pagan, initially a pagan thing. Well, so does Christmas, but no, they all, they all a lot of them do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole nother thing. Valentine's uh, Day. What about you, Nelson? You got a Thanksgiving thing you do? Uh, not really. Yeah. Just you usually do, do like uh, like uh, meal with whoever was around. But this year, it'll just be me, uh, me and my mom. So. Well, yeah. Is it a fo- it's a football holiday. It's like the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a shitty football holiday because it's always the fucking Lions and the Cowboys. Right. <laughs> the games are usually not very good. True. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're, we we decided to do something a little different this year because Jack's folks were going to come, but then they were too worried about the fact that COVID is spiking everywhere across the country. So they're not 
and now uh, her mom and stepdad. So instead, we're um, we're just having a family Thanksgiving with just us, and we're ordering Maselli's. We're gonna do the Maselli's yeah. and get like a little ham, little uh, little little little, little uh, turkey. We're making the mashed potatoes because it was just stupid not to make your own mashed potatoes. Because uh, even because taking them and heating them up takes as long as just making them from scratch. Right, um, right, right. Uh, but we're yeah. getting some of the harder stuff, the more complicated stuff. So yeah. <coughs> Maybe that's one of my issues with Thanksgiving is because I that's what I do for a living. So, you know, do I want to cook for everybody? You know, not really. I mean, it's, I like cooking for people, though, like dinner party type things. And I have been Thanksgiving dinners, several of them, actually, over the years. But maybe that's my issue. I don't know. I don't know. Could be your issue. Could be your issue. Um, was there anything else we needed to cover this week? Because we're starting to wind. We've we've gone flying through this episode. Well, hey, let me throw True. my pitch out for this. I just want to get you guys' opinion. I have this idea for a television show. Right? It's called okay. The Reenactors, okay. and it's about a group of actors that do reenactments for like Dateline, for like murder shows. Mm-hmm. But then, then they solve crimes <laughs> they're not performing <laughs> it's like scooby-doo meets <laughs> reenactors <laughs> any thoughts um i mean do they have to be like like uh unsolved mysteries uh or or crime show reenactors or be like civil war i think yeah i think they do whatever i think they're just a just a theater company of reenactors and they do whatever and then like yeah, a it's real good at period work <laughs> And they're doing like that. right. They're doing like a civil war thing, and they find the mystery of the you know Confederate gold or whatever. So then they have to go investigate that. You know, uh, so the mystery of the Confederate gold. <laughs> um, <laughs> did I did I tell you I, I had a I had a crime solving idea for a TV show too? Okay, so all right, you got you got uh, uh, you got Gardner Minshew. And you got Ryan Fitzpatrick down there playing quarter, quarterback in, in Florida. You got all these, like, Florida man news articles about all these Florida men committing crimes. So, by day, they're quarterbacks. By night, they saw Florida men crimes. They are <laughs> Florida men. <laughs> could there be some reenactors in there? Yeah, we could, we, could, we could try to, like, you know what? We could try to, like, launch, like, two things here at the same time. We could, we could spin reenactors out of Florida men. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Right. Like, like, what do the reenactors do when they're not helping to reenact these these Florida man crimes? <laughs> I'm gonna talk to my hookups at Sunflower Publishing. You know, they did do some movie producing back in the day. Yeah. Maybe they can get in on this. Maybe they can get. Speaking in of it. Sunflower Publishing, it's time for a drunk will puppet drop. Brought to you by Sunflower Publishing. That's right, Sunflower Publishing at sunflowerpub.com. Go to them for all your 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 publishing needs. Here's that drop. You and I both know this entire situation is your goddamn fault. Yeah. <laughs> Sunflower Publishing brought that to you. Like, like, thank them by checking checking out their their stuff. I sure check them out. I did that? I still haven't talked to that guy. Oh my god, I'm probably in so much trouble. <laughs> oh, oh wow. Oh, wow. You're always in trouble, right? Ain't that the truth? Yeah, me too. It's it's a collection of bad boys here today. That's right. I got a cool bad boy jacket. Oh, no one can see. And I'm not wearing it, but it's cool. 
<laughs> kind of looks like Han Solo's jacket from the Empire Strikes Back. You don't know how long it took me to find it. And you know where I got it? Orsulins, who's also, I did they just sign up to be a sponsor in Orsulins? <laughs> yeah, they did just now. Just or, right now, because I bought a cool guy jacket there. Where farm products come from to be sold. They had really cheap flannel there, dude. Flannel shirts, cheap. And I've been wearing flannel shirts since the 80s. I come in, in and out of style every like 20 years or so. For more Double up- deuce. <laughs> Yeah, let's not give that address. Double deuce. <laughs> oh, my. Mm. Oh, shit. We forgot to say the live show. The live show. Saturday, December the 19th. Live holiday show. We're doing it. Yeah. Come see the live show on Zoom. December 19th. If, if you don't like holiday shows, it's also episode 267. So if you like two sixes, sevens, any combination, uh, also this show's for you. It's on Zoom. Yeah. Two plus six plus seven. We don't know if Applebee's might be coming. We don't know. We yeah. asked them. We'll see. We'll see. Sunflower Publishing. Riblets. Rock I guess we'll say Double Deuce again. Do Riblets? Yeah, they do. Okay, good. Riblets. They don't, they don't, like, who's got time for actual ribs? Applebee's. <laughs> That's that's you know that's the slogan. You got you got a second one for free there, Applebee's, because because we because we were because we forgot some stuff. So that one's that one's that's that one's for free, Applebee's. I did that one. That one was for free. That's just my hobby. That's not my business. My business is the first one. This one, I just I just like uh, I just like shilling for Applebee's. I, just, I love it. We should probably cut it. Yeah, double deuce. <laughs> this has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep. And the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs>